drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? Ooh, I'm uh, spooky and festive. Whoa. Spooky, creepy, spooky stuff, creepy. All right, come to that later when you talk about your impact. Yeah. We are reviewing this month the last of our Christmas movies. Oh, it and the last for the year. The 30th anniversary. Oh. Of A Nightmare Before Christmas. Sorry, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, of course. The yep. full title. Yeah. A ghoulish tale with wicked humour and stunning animation. Yeah, okay. Or 3D like you've never seen 3D before. Oh. I feel like that I feel was like, a tagline yeah. when they did a 3D re-release. Yeah. Uh, but A Ghoulish Tale with Wicked Humour and Stunning Animation is the tagline for this movie. Cool. What is the drink for this movie? This is called a Jack Skellington. Okay, you've invented it. Kind of. Um, it has a lot of alcohol. Uh, gin. Yep. Vermouth. Yep. Cointreau. Yep. It's rinsed with absinthe. So, okay. you know, you put a little thing and you rinse the inside of the glass oh, with it. Yeah, and lime juice. Okay. Not from this lime, obviously. No, but um, it's kind of martini-ish. Oh, so it's a sipping cocktail. It's definitely a sipping cocktail. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Definitely a sipping cocktail. Um, it's not bad, though. That's not bad. Yeah. When does Kylie Minogue come? Um, there's absinthe in it. Depends. She didn't make our list of singers in movies. Padum? Padum? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, neither it's of us nice. have seen this movie. No. I kind of knew very little bits about it. I knew that he was creepy and something to do with Halloween and Christmas. I, I thought he had a pumpkin head, but he's just a skeleton. Yes, so I don't know why he's King of the Pumpkins. The Pumpkin King must just be the title for the King of Halloween. Yeah, but then I... Yes, okay. Yeah. But there's also a mayor. Yeah, but there's like... We have a Prime Minister and a King. If you can call them that. Um, and a mayor. Uh, yeah, but that's of a country a country and a colony well, and as a the mayor king. says, I'm just an elected official. I can't make any decisions. Well, there you go. <laughs> so we get the normal world uh the songs at the start gives us the normal world of Halloween. Yeah. Spooky, okay. creepy. Things are creepy and spooky. I I didn't know. I actually, that was all I knew, that there was a pumpkin head guy. Yeah. That was a bit scary. Yeah. And then the movie had something to do with Christmas. Yeah. And had at least one song in it. I knew it had a song and I knew that it was not Johnny Depp and it was Tim Burtony. Yeah. So, the story... Isn't no, actually, the story's good. No, no, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the story isn't deep, but it is, it's just not long, yeah. So, we get set up in the normal world of Halloween, yep, where things are creepy and scary, and it's the end of the night on October 31st, Uh and the mayor congratulates everyone on a great 
Halloween, including Jack Skellington, The Pumpkin King. The Pumpkin King. But then song number two is He's Not Happy, about doing the same thing year after year. Yep. Then the woman that's Frankenstein. Yep. Is Monster. Yep. Finkelstein's Monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is also not happy. Because she wants to go out and explore the world. Yes. Which she basically says, I'm restless, I can't help it. Which is basically the issue of Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. So they've got that right. Yep. Then, so then Jack Skellington goes looking for something different and discovers the trees with the doors. And I quite like the symbols on the doors. I think they're good. Yeah. The... Clover, the yep. turkey, the Christmas tree, the pumpkin. What else would there Easter be? Easter egg. Easter egg. Martin Luther King. Yep. 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 A horse. A holiday. A horse race. A, a, like a, day. a veteran. An AFL football. Yeah. Unnecessary. A box. For Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah. No New Year's. Just a firework. For, there was, was there a 4th of July? I can't remember there being a fourth of July. You might ask about that later. Yeah. Yeah, that might come up later. The So he finds the Christmas town, and I assume at this point that he stays there. That's what I thought. And the movie is about him trying to fit in, even though he's scary. Yep. And he turns from scary to joyful. Mm Mm-hmm. And we get the education of this is what the spirit of Christmas is. Yes. A la no. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm. Yeah. A la Scrooged, but uh, not so no, much. No. A la Santa Claus. Yep. Because Tim Allen's a bit grumpy until he gets fat and a white beard. A la Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. The... But that doesn't happen. No. And we don't have a scene where he comes back. Yeah, we do. No, but it's just like... There's not a seam of him making his way back, really. Oh, there's just like, it's oh, just he's like, back in a sleigh. We're looking for him. Oh, here he is. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, we're going to try this Christmas thing. Um, And then the people don't get it. People don't get it. Jack barely gets it. And then we get the funniest bit of the movie is him doing science and maths. To try oh. to work out the meaning of Christmas. And, like, what does he do? At one point, he crushes up, a, like, a bauble. Yeah. And puts it in boiling water, and it does something. He goes, interesting, but what does it mean? Yeah. That whole sequence Gotta love a montage. does a couple of things. It is quite funny, and it makes a quite, like, a few subtle jokes, like chestnuts as a the top of the fraction, the numerator, yeah, yeah, yeah. and open fire yep. on the denominator. Uh, and then... I love that it's Sandy Claws. Yeah. As in uh, lobster claws is what he draws on the blackboard. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. So then, yeah, he does all of this science and then that leads us into the song of what does Christmas really mean, which at this point I thought was the point of the movie. Yeah. It turns out not. No. Then... He's like, well, I'm going to run Christmas this year because I'm sick of running Halloween. I want to run something different that is joyful. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 
for some reason, the kids kidnapped the Easter Bunny instead of Santa Claus. The Boogeyman's uh, yeah. song is very good. Yeah. Yes. Unnecessary. Problematic. But good. Nah. Possibly. Mm. But then is Finkelstein creating her at all problematic? Well, no, I meant is Oogie Boogie a little bit racist? No. Like, oh, I'm doing a show for ya. You know what I mean? I think it's just a that different... That was a little bit racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're just different characters. Yeah. Different styles of music for different characters. I don't think it's like, well, the boogeyman's scary and everybody's scared of him, so we should make that a person of colour. Yeah, okay. I don't think that thought went into it. I think it's just a bit of a characterization of it. Yeah. Jack Skellington's very white, though. Very mm. white. Yeah. Danny Elfman can sing. Yeah, I was like, who's singing him? This is great. And I looked up as Danny Elfman. Yeah. I'm like, why Why did you not do more of this, Danny Elfman? Why did Danny Elfman not write another musical? Why did Danny Elfman not also just do the voice? Yeah. Because there's not a lot of generally, it was almost an opera when you think about it. There wasn't a lot of dialogue. No. So we get the What Does Christmas Really Mean song, mm-hmm. and we get the Oogie Boogie song, yep. which are good songs. Then we get another montage of Christmas Town preparing for Christmas and Halloween Town preparing for Christmas. Yes, which shows some, comparison. some funny differences. Mm. And then I started to actually get the point of the movie. Yep, which I think I'll come to at the end. Okay. Dr. Finkelstein makes the reindeer, which is clever. Yep. And it's I'm... alive. It was like that one line. If that said that, it would have completely lost me. Yeah. Although they're not hiding away from anything being a take on anything. Yeah. But Chat GPT says there's a very Frankenstein allegory through the whole movie. But I think that's just Sally. Yeah. Sally the whole time, who I would not, if I hadn't have looked it up, known was Catherine O'Hara. Really? No. There were certain points I was like, yeah, that's Kevin's mum. Did you know in Home Alone? She leaves Kevin at home. She is 36. Yeah. I'm 35, nearly 36. Well, what are you doing with your life? You don't live in a house like that. I could have popped out like eight kids by now. They're not all her kids. But there's no, but how many kids are there in the Buzz, movie? Is Buzz hers? No, Buzz is a dick. No, Buzz is because Pete's a dick. Kevin's hers. Kevin! Yeah. I'm sure Buzz is Kevin's brother. I feel like there's three and four or something. Okay. Oh, God. Home Alone, Family Tree. Oh, Jesus. Someone will have done it. This is the glory Uncle of Uncle Frank. Internet. That's who it is. Okay. Yeah, Frank's a dick. So, Peter and Kate are John Hurd and Catherine O'Hara. Yes. Their kids are... Buzz. Buzz, Megan, Linny, Jeff, Kevin. Kevin is the youngest of their five children. Yeah. Rob and Georgette are the ones that live in Paris. Georgette. Oh, okay. Rob's the rich one. Heather, question mark, question mark, question mark, according to BuzzFeed. (laughs) Okay. Frank, you little jerk. And Leslie have Tracy, Rod, Sondra, Brooke, and Fuller. Fuller. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. 
That's nothing to do with this other than Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, let's continue. So, Sally this whole time is trying to convince Jack that it's not a good idea. because I've ha- seen a vision. Halloween is just too scary to fit with Christmas, and that is represented by when that thistle turns into a Christmas tree and then catches on fire in her hands. Mm. Oh, is that what the vision was? Yeah, what did you think a vision yeah, was? No, a scene I, you, you were writing notes and the vision happened? I, yeah, I was like, when did she have a vision? And then I saw that. And then I was like, but didn't she say she saw a vision before that? No. She tried to stop him before that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, she right. saw the thistle turn into a Christmas tree and then catch fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was doing He Loves Me, Loves Me Not without the words, which I thought was clever. Yeah. There were subtleties within oh, this. So did we... Like, the, pulling that off without the saying he loves me, loves me not is subtle and that's good. Also, they didn't be like, there is fog, I can't see. I wonder if anybody has a bright nose that can help me see. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, we can't see. Hey, he's got a bright nose, go. Yeah. And when you first meet Zero, the ghost dog, you know that he's going to be Rudolph. With a little shiny jack-o'-lantern nose. Yeah, but... We don't make a big deal out of him becoming Rudolph. No. And then I didn't write another note. (laughs) Okay. But I've got things to say. So he tries to do Christmas and it doesn't work. Independence Day. Yeah, there was it. Sorry. Yeah, go continue. Okay. Um, He tries to do Christmas and it doesn't work. And then he has to come back and save Christmas. So there yeah. is the Christmas movie cliche of saving Christmas. Yeah, he's saving it from himself. From yes. himself. Yeah, yes. yeah. But it is there. And Sally helps. Yeah. In the saving of Christmas. And Santa isn't like, oh, thank you, Jack, for saving Christmas. Santa's like, you're a dickhead. Stick to your own fucking yeah, holiday. Mate. And let me do this. Go back to where you came from. Yeah, pretty much. And then he, that's when the point of the movie really came to me. Yeah. And I think the point of the movie is take joy in the things you are good at. Okay. Yeah. Because if, when we think about story, Mm. we think about characters changing from start to finish. Yeah. And at the start of the movie, he doesn't want to be Jack the Pumpkin King anymore. Uh-huh. And at the end of the movie... He's quite happy. He's like, I've got so many ideas yeah. that people are probably going to die next Halloween of Yeah, fight. like it's going to be like Willy Wonka up in this bitch. Yeah. There's going to be like a kid drowning in a chocolate river, even if I have to push him myself. Yeah. And then Tim Burton went on to direct a Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. The, the, but I also think that it's like... joy is one of the themes of the advent. Mm, mm. I feel that a bit of the thing was also like, you don't have to do things the same way all the time. Yeah. But still stick to your own lane. Stay in your lane, but embrace but and enjoy really your lane. I don't really like that as a theme. I like... Embrace and enjoy what you're good at. Yeah, but I don't like the stay in your lane. Stay in your own lane and don't, you know, explore other things. I think he's explore going to explore other ways of doing the things he's good at. Okay. 
Yeah. So it's taught him that he can still do what he's good at, but yep. can build on that to make it more yeah. interesting. Instead of completely changing your career like I have twice, yeah, just make your own career a little bit different. Yeah. Okay? It's not yeah. advice I'm giving. Okay. It's advice Tim Burton and Jack Skellington are giving. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and so the doors were Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Independence Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Did Independent... What did Valentine's Day have on the door? Big Love Heart. Oh, of course. And... Independence Day, American flag. I think it was American flag. Yeah, flag. Yeah. That makes sense. They love a flag. We just rewatched Top Gun Maverick. Speaking of unnecessary flags. Oh. Because there's the scene where that was good. Tom Cruise first comes back to Top Gun to teach the class. Mm. And for and some Lady reason. Gaga's there. Yeah. And for some reason, all of these Top Gun, people that have been Top Gun graduates and then are coming back to the US Navy training facility need to be reminded that they're in America. Yep. Because this flag, I reckon, is about 25 metres wide <laughs> and 10 or whatever the ratio Damn is. This flag. High, 12 and a half metres high. It's fucking and huge. And the rockets So that's the story. I actually, yeah. So and I hadn't seen it before. Do the same thing better and differently. Corpse Bride. Is represented by... The snow being there at the end. I have a question about... I think. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I have a question about the story. Yeah. Did we really need a love story? Yeah. I didn't. No. The movie, I think, did. No, I didn't. I thought it was just like... No, all. it's a musical. Not all musicals have love stories. Shit. They do. Wait. Cat. Oh, no, 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 no. Matilda loves books. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. All right. Um, I think because I hadn't seen it before, I knew generally it Matilda, was this skinny guy is creepy and oh, yeah. it's something to do with Christmas. It wasn't exactly what I was thinking. I didn't know it was like an opera. Yeah, I didn't know it was. I didn't actually know it was a full musical. No. I knew there were songs in it because for some reason there are guys always at the gay pub karaoke that sing Jack's main song. Okay. Like, why? I knew there was a song. Isn't that good a song? I knew there was a song because I saw some clip of like, maybe it was the 25th anniversary of this. Yeah. Or Danny Elfman did some like music with a Rest, respect thing. thing. Um, and Catherine O'Hara sung... The song from this. Okay. So that's when I was like, oh, she sings a song. So yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah. I thought yeah. there was just our song in there. Yeah. Well, there, you know what? There's about two songs in there. Like, they're all pretty much the same. They sound very similar. Yeah. They're very good, though. They are good. Yeah. That's it for me. Okay. I thought you'd started. That's why I didn't keep going. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're getting to the end of the year, folks. That's not much. We're going to make it. Um, impact wise, yep. So it had a budget of twenty four million dollars. Not bad. Which isn't much considering how much work went into it. Yeah. Which was a group of around a hundred people, and it took three years to do the movie. Holy moly! Um, and it made overall in the 
Uh, box office, 101 million. Not bad. So, fairly successful. Yep. Um, it's an Oscar nominated for Best Visual Effects. Because they didn't have an animated category back then. Oh, they didn't? No. I was going to say, it's the animated 90s. special effects. Um, this, and the score, Danny Offman was nominated for a Golden Globe. Surprising that no... It's his best score. Oh, God. Sorry, Batman Returns. Um, the Kidnap the Sandy Claws music yep. they use in um, ride, the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, really? No. Good. <laughs> I didn't go on the Haunted Mansion. I don't do scary rides. I yeah. do scary movies. I don't do scary rides. Shall I tell you my story about Universal Studios again? Nope. Um, it's referenced a bit in pop culture. There's um, memes. There's memes. Yeah. Everybody knows what he looks like. Yep. Um, the Simpsons Tree House of Horror episode five. You know how they have people in the credits and then they change their names? Yes. So Danny Elfman, who did the music for The Simpsons. Yep. Uh, maybe that's his best score. Um, well, that's a theme. Anyway, yeah. um, is credited as Danny Skel... Skel... Oh, fuck. Skelling for... Uh, Skelling Elfman. Oh. There you go. Um, the In Batman Forever, randomly, um, the children go trick-or-treating dressed as people from Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton produced Batman Forever. Oh. Yeah. Not Returns. No, no, he directed the first two oh. and produced the third. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also a funny family guy thing. It's like, you've ruined this. Just like Tim Burton ruined the 4th of July. And then they do like a show and it's like, creepy. Oh, yeah. All the presidents are dead. Share it on our Facebook. I will definitely share it, but it's funny. it's funny. And then at the end, it's like, it's Jack Skill. And she goes, fat girls get tattoos of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that was funny. And that's about it. Okay. I just found this in looking at Tim Burton uh, Nightmare Before Christmas memes. Mm. Did you know? Yeah, I did actually. In the Nightmare Before Christmas, the scene in which Lock, Shock and Barrel remove their masks, yeah. the trick-or-treat kids, was based on an episode of The Twilight Zone called The Masks, oh. which had a huge impact on Burton as a child. I don't know what the episode's about. I thought they were based off the Three Stooges or something. The way they were like tum- like tripping over each other and stuff. Yeah. You know, Catherine O'Hara voiced one of those as well. Oh, she's pretty she voiced, good. She voiced Shock. Nice. Don't All know right. which one's that, but anyway. Um, some awards? Yep. Sorry, folks. This is going to be a short episode. Yeah. We'll let you get back to your Christmas dinner. Um Can we... Do we do NAs for animated for extras? I have worst extra. Okay. Nominations. Go for it. Well, the, I have one. Well, uh, had... Andy Millman from Ricky Gervais's Extras, worst extra award. I had Oogie Boogie, but no, not an extra. No. Um, I wrote Igor. Yeah. Because just fucking rip off. Don't uh, even change the name. Unnecessary character also. Yes. It was literally like exactly, yes. Wait, I can do it. You know who's the best eagle? Yes. Peter Laurie. No, who is it? In Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks's Gene Wilder one. Oh. That eagle is the best eagle. Okay. Add it to the list. That's all I had. Okay. Worst extra. 
Um, I didn't really have any animated, like they're very deliberately done, but I'm sure at some point with the way they were doing the animation and any stop motion stuff, someone forgot to move someone at some point. Yeah. I just didn't I, I wasn't it. really paying that much attention to them. Um, I had another couple of nominees for Best Extra. Yep. You know when there's a band? Yeah. And there's like this thing in the bass. The head in the bass, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I was like, that's and Best a Extra. One, and a two, yeah. and a three, and a four. The way they play Jingle Bells is funny. Yes. That kind of dour, sad, dirgy mm. version is good. Well and done, Danny. I also did the f- the first kid that he visits, visits as Santa. He's like, Santa? Yeah. And then he pulls out the toy <laughs> and it's a severed head. Yeah, the severed head. Yeah. It's very interesting choice that they didn't show the face of the police Sergeant they or the newsreader or the, or that kid's parents. Did they just not want to animate more faces than they needed to? Well, yeah, I don't know. It must have been that. I, that's then I thought it was work. maybe it's they don't do humans, but then we saw the kids. We saw all the kids, yeah, yeah, including the two black kids. Yeah, well done, representation. They were funny too. The uh, Ben Stiller most. Oh, which one moment. are we giving it to? Oh well, hang on. Worst extra. Worst extra is Igor. Best extra, the kid. The kid. The kid. Yeah. Okay. Um, Igor, the first kid that gets a present. Yeah. All right. Um, The Halle Berry X-Men worst line. Yeah. I didn't have much for this. I thought the songs were very well written and I thought the dialogue was good as well. They didn't try too hard with the dialogue, which helped it, I think. Yeah, I feel as, as well there wasn't too many words. Like, they were in no. some of the songs, but they all kind of worked, except for when they were talking about kidnapping Sandy. Yep. Tie him up and put him in a bag, throw him in the ocean, and see if he's sad. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple that didn't quite rhyme. I'd, I'd, I'd be pretty sad. The worst, one, the worst one of mine that didn't rhyme, that I yeah. nominated, they're kissing. That's so unique. Yeah. Doesn't rhyme. They've got a little tree. How queer. I just yeah. I was like, ooh, queer. And then I wrote, Jack's okay and he's back okay. Jack is back all right. Do, like back, do, 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 do. And that's why they dress up as Halloween characters in Backstreet's Back yeah. film clip. Yeah, that's a tribute to this. They're, yeah, they're kissing. That's so unique. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. doesn't fit into the it song at all. It doesn't fit in. Yeah. So... I'm nominating that. There you go. And that's it. Um, the Ben Stiller from There's Something About Mary, most cryingest moment. I didn't cry. Nah. Good. Okay. Yep. Uh, and the most iconic scene for the I'm Your Father, most iconic yep. scene is him walking up the thing in front of the moon. Yeah. And then I was like, is it him at the start or them at the end? Him at the start. Yeah. Cool. That's what I had as well. Done. Jeez, this is a quick one. <laughs> Well, it's a quick movie. It's 80 minutes, 70 minutes even. You know what? At this point of the year, though, I fell asleep with 25 minutes to go. Well, I suppose that tells you everything you need to know about the movie. No, it tells us how busy we are at this time of year, I reckon. I watched, this was the third movie I watched in the da- in a day. Well done, you. I did a, double, a DIY double feature at the Sun Theatre, and then I watched this when I got home. Okay. And the day before... I did absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm busy. Okay, everybody. I mean, I'm busy as well. All right. Let's 
Not that it's a competition, but I'm busier than you. No. <laughs> Let's do our top five oh. for Nightmare Before Christmas or related yep. to a Nightmare Before Christmas because that's what we're reviewing on Two Drink Cinema this week. Yep. Apologies again. Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. Again, thank so you. The top five we are doing is the top five, five Tim Burton. Yes. Now, does this have to be directed by Tim Burton? Um, I I did that to make it easier for myself. Okay, well then I have to change something. Okay, good. Oh, not good, but then I just thought of another one, but I take it out because that's not Tim Burton. Okay. He didn't do Adam's Family. No. It is a vibe, though. It's got mad Riz, as the kids say. Word of the year. 2023 Riz. Word of the Year is Riz. Fuck off. It's it. No. Well, according to that's better than according to someone else, it was Cozzy Lives. Oh, I heard that. And yeah. then it got me thinking of that episode of Happy Endings where that guy breaks up with um, Penny because he doesn't like her abbreviations. And she's like, everybody loves my abbreves. And he goes, <laughs> you just asked my mum how her full hysterecto went. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep the vibe light. Anyway, another <laughs> watch Happy Endings. Happy Endings is my good place. It's your good place. In more ways than one. Okay. Do you to, to watch that again? I might, actually. Top five Tim Burton movies directed by Tim Burton. This was actually kind of hard. Oh, it wasn't for me. But I just wrote them down. I said, that order looks pretty good. And then I switched a couple and then I'm right. Okay. Well. My number five. There were some in there that I haven't seen. So that yeah, took them out pretty straight much. away. Yep. And there were a couple in there that I have seen that I was just like, oh, no. Yep. What's your number five? My number five is Beetlejuice. Wow. Yep. Okay. My number five is Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Because I've seen it the least and I had to take it in and take A Nightmare Before Christmas out. All right. Okay. Because my number four is Edward Scissorhands. All right. There you go. My number four is Sweeney Todd. Okay. I think that's very good. I've yeah. only seen it a couple of times, yeah. but it's very good. And yep. it's got his faves in it, so I mean, he can't loves go Alan Rickman and <laughs> Timothy Spall. Is that his name? <laughs> that is a name. Timothy Spall. Yeah, that's a guy. Timothy Spall. And that yeah, guy, who's, him. who's the guy with the thing? Oh, my God, I've forgotten. Sasha Baron Cohen. I forgot Sasha Baron oh, Cohen's name for a second. Timothy Leonard Spall, OBE, is an English actor and presenter. Cool. Okay. Pretty sure it's him. He was also in The King's Speech. Was he also in Harry Potter? Probably. And The Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, he was in Enchanted. My number three. Is that what we're up to? Uh, no, your number four. Sweeney Todd. Oh, you already did that. Timothy Spall. Did you say your number five? Edward Scissorhands. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I am, I am paying attention. It is Timothy Spall. Good. Your number three. My number three is Batman. Okay. Yep. Uh, my number three then is Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, your number two. My number two is Batman Returns. Okay. The sequel is better than the original. Yeah. And it's more um, 
Tim Burton y. Yeah. Which is also it's also a Christmas movie. Which is also the more because it's more Tim Burton y, that's the reason that he didn't do number three. Yeah. My number two is Batman Returns. Oh, there we go. We agreed. Yeah. Honourable mentions. I have some honourable mentions. So yep. the the couple that I haven't seen but I want to, but I know they're good. Yes. Mars Attacks. Mm. Ed Wood. Ed Wood I do want to see. Um, Other ones are Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Alice in Wonderland. Yep. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory are definitely me in my honourable mentions. They're good, but they're not right up there. Yep. Um, he produced the first Witches. Okay. So I'm putting that as an honourable mention. He didn't. Did he direct the second one? No. Good. Robert Zemeckis. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Whoops. And Nightmare Before Christmas is an honourable mention. Okay. Uh, because he didn't direct it, but it's got him all over it. Yeah. He was going to, but then he didn't have time in between Ed Wood and Batman Returns. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mars Attacks disappointed me. Okay. Okay. It's odd and a bit funny. Do I get Mars Attacks and Galaxy Quest confused? Galaxy Quest has Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver and Alan Rickman. I think I get them confused. Okay. Galaxy Quest is better than Mars Attacks. Mars That's Attacks. Mars Attacks. Yeah. Okay. So Mars Attacks has Jack Nicholson as the president. Michael I get J. Them Fox, confused. Sarah Jessica Parker. You know what I reckon it does? I do. Half of the movie, half of the movie, and make it one movie okay. in my mind. Mars Attacks is about Martians invading, as the name would suggest. And Tim Allen fights them. No. See? Yeah. yeah. And then Will Smith flies up into their spaceship. Independence that, Day. Oh, yeah. I was like... <laughs> Like, isn't that Independence Day? Yeah. I'm just confusing oh, it even more. Great. And then uh, he slaps him in the face and he runs yep. off. Uh, my number one is... And his is... wife's like, I can make money from this. Yeah. If, if it's his wife. Everyone's going to be listening to Red Table Talk now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I'm surprised Will and Willow and Jaden haven't done more now. She's she's doing all right in the music game. Watch me nay nay. Watch Put me my whip. hair back and forth. Oh, wrong one. Yeah, yeah. fucking hell. I don't know. You're so wild. I'm not up with the kids. I haven't got no riz. Jesus. Um, my number one is Batman. Okay. Okay. I'm not surprised. My number one is Sweeney Todd. Okay. I love Sweeney Todd. Great. I also just love the music, even though he didn't write that. But I remember seeing it in the cinema. Yep. At the Sun Theatre. In the oh, big one? Jeez, you better get us a sponsorship. In the big one? Yep. Where we watch No Time to Die. The Grand. And Barbie. The Grand. That one. Yep. I remember seeing that and seeing the credits and going, it's going to win an Oscar for production design. Next minute. Oh. Wins an Oscar well for production done. design. I'm pretty good with that. I made You said already... the same thing about Barbie. Yeah. Mm, in that same theatre. In that same theatre. Well, we'll see if it comes true. Mm. Um, is that it? That's it. My top five, Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, Sweeney Todd, and Edward Scissorhands. We have the same top five, but in very different orders. People will be very annoyed at me for not putting Edward Scissorhands higher. People will be very... I, need to watch I it think again. that people will also be very annoyed at me for putting Beetlejuice at five. But I, I will was surprised. say, like, it's good. It's not great. Like, I prefer 
Batman, Batman Returns, Sweeney Todd, and Edward Scissorhands. I remember enjoying that more. We'll go and see Beetlejuice 2, though. And if we were doing the top five um, Danny Elfman scores, probably be the same, except not Sweeney Todd, because that was not him. The top five uh, this Danny Elfman themes. The Simpsons theme. The Simpsons and Batman are right up there. Mm. And then they jump on the couch and it's like, ah, get couch gag. Because ah. they use it over and again and again. Yeah. Anyway. As you generally on. do when you have a character theme in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's not, that's the year. That's <laughs> the year with our potentially okay. shortest episode. Do you reckon you should say your top five movies of the year? Nah. <laughs> oh, wow. Movies that we've watched this year. Can I say? Yeah. I think Barbie is the best movie I've watched this year. Yep. I'm close to agreeing on that. What about top five movies we've watched this year? Okay. Okay. Is, it, is, it, is there a list somewhere? I can... Yeah. If you open our <laughs> scheduling document. Um, yeah, just give me one There's give me a one movies second. list. Okay. And it starts. 2BE recording schedule? No. The new schedule two pods. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with indie. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's actually only the second half of the year. When we switched to our new format. All right. Okay. Well, out of those... Out of those, my favourite movies of those are... Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. The Heat surprised me. The Heat was good. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park, Indy 1, 2, 3. Okay. Um, Superman. We haven't done... Exorcist I'll put up there. Grease. We haven't done that many. Exorcist. Robot Monster. <laughs> okay. Why the fuck not? Um, All right. We've what else also did we do this, year? this year watched I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah. Tar. Tar was good. Call Me by Your Name. Muriel's Wedding. The Sandlot. Philadelphia. Brand New Day. We were all over the place. All Robin Hoods. <laughs> I did enjoy Robin Hood month. I did. Except for the end. <laughs> now, I actually, and I said this in the episode, if you watch Taron Egerton's Robin Hood without expecting it to be anything close to any other Robin Hood movie, yeah, yeah. you can watch it better. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That was a good one. That was 80 good for nostalgia. Brady. 80 for Brady was fun. Yep. Uh, and then the, we get into the, the list we just talked about. The one that surprised me the most, I reckon, was Heat. Yep. Okay. Tar, tar, I did really enjoy, and but I do, yeah, I do think Barbie is the best movie I've watched this year. Barbie's the best movie I've watched this year. Saltburn was very good as well. Um, Oppenheimer, meh. I'm we so annoyed if that wins best picture over Barbie. Especially. So annoyed. I. I definitely think it will be nominated and highly regarded. I think we'll get the most nominations. We'll get like 11 or something. But not a high conversion, I don't think. No, because I don't think it'll win any for acting. No. Except maybe Emily Blunt. She was the best in it for well, from me. From what, what you said about Saltburn, Barry Keoghan is better than Silly Murphy. Yes. Um, and better than Ken. R Ryan Gosling, if he's lead. Will he be lead, though? 
Well, I, I guess he's not supporting anyone except Margot Robbie. Well, I think he might be technically supporting. Well, you would hope so, because it would also be a really odd thing that the point of this movie is that yeah. Barbie is ahead of Ken. Yeah. And then if Ken gets nominated for Best Lead Actor, that would be odd. He is the top he is the top male yeah. in the movie, but that doesn't make him a lead. It's like Emily Blunt. She's the only woman that speaks in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Doesn't make her yeah. actor, actress in a leading role. Um I wouldn't be surprised in the movies I've watched Rosamund Pike will be up there. Um, you know what won't get nominated? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, unfortunately. Um, the other thing I will say, I saw a preview for a new movie with Emma Stone called Poor Things. Okay. Looks weird, um, but I think she looked pretty good in it. So I'll, I'll watch that and probably do a review on that at some point. Can I tell you the movie that we watched this year that I was like, ooh, I thought that was better when I first watched it. Grease. Brand New Day. Oh. <laughs> Remember, we watched that one way back at the end of March. Oh, wow. And I was like, this movie's great. Yeah, you sold that so much. And then you came in and you were like, it's pretty average. And I went, yeah, it is. <laughs> I um, think the movie that we watched that has aged the worst which is Greece. saying something when there's a Monty Python movie in there, um, would be Groundhog Day. Yeah. Groundhog yep. Day. Yep. Yeah, Groundhog Day started this year. Yeah, and it's only... <laughs> We've had an interesting year. Very interesting year. Call Me By Your Name was very good. The letdown of the year, not being able to stream Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, Trigger. The letdown of the year for me was Brand New Day because I have really fond memories of that uh, and it didn't really go very well, unless you count uh, Elf and Scrooged. Scrooge was terrible. I think Scrooge was the worst. I didn't have high expectations yeah. of Scrooge, though. I think if we were ranking them still on our old scoring, Scrooge would have had the worst score, maybe even worse than, you know, Flubber. Speed 2 Cruise Control. School of Rock wouldn't have ranked well No, on the... Um, Old scale. Yeah. The Chad S. Minquo. Gosh. Remember him. What's he up to these days? Mm-hmm. He's not giving us money. He's he, dead. He's not giving us money, that's for sure, which is why you should give us <laughs> money, listeners, um, particularly after Brett and I, I think, just forgot for the last 10 minutes that I was recording. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening for the year and for putting up with Willy. us. Yeah, I do remember Free Willy. Um, if you would like to donate... Uh, and help us run the podcast. We need to pay for the hosting uh, and for the equipment and stuff that you see. Then there's a support button in the episode description, and you can give us a tip there to top up the alcohol stocks over the break uh, or to keep us on the air in 2024 or just to say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Or Happy Holidays. Yes. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That's a song. It's Christmas in heaven. All right, 2024 is the year that you get to decide what movies we review. So if you have an iconic movie that you'd like us to give the two-drink cinema treatment to, then get in touch with us on the socials or in the Facebook group, and we'll add it to the Willy Wonka hat that we will be drawing the movies Mm. from next year. Oh, Speaking of Wonka. We don't have a six degrees to do. 
Um, no. We're definitely going to watch Love Actually in the next four days before Christmas Day. Oh, so can we do a six degrees from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas to Love Actually? No. Catherine O'Hara <laughs> to Alan Rickman. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Catherine, Alan Rickman, well, Catherine, Emma Thompson, Kira Knightley. Catherine O'Hara was in Beetlejuice with Winona Ryder. Yep. Who was in Edward Scissorhands with Johnny Depp, who was in yep. Sweeney Todd with Alan Rickman. Okay, done. Hello, Alan Rickman. Thanks for listening to another episode and another year of To Drink Cinema. Get in touch with us on the socials over the break. We'll be going to see a few movies uh-huh. uh, as we ramp up into awards season as well. Thank you, Brett, for a year of Two Drink Cinema. Thank you, Lee. We will be back in February of 2024 with your choice of movies, listeners. So get in touch with us over the break. Woo! Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.